Welcome to the TCTELA High School Section Podcast. TCTELA is an organization dedicated to literacy growth in the state of Texas. Our high school section supports that mission by providing a voice for high school literacy leaders. We are proud to share the vision of so many of our amazing section members through our Twitter chats, our upcoming newsletter, and this podcast. We hope you enjoy. Today I'm visiting with Dr. Helen Becker, who is an ELA advocate in League City, Texas. Dr. Becker, tell us about yourself. Well, Charles, first of all, thank you for inviting me to um, to be in this inaugural podcast. I'm Helen Becker. I've been teaching at the high school level for 16 years, even though I began my career in higher education administration in Seattle way back when. Um, so in total, I've got 22 years of education and you know, I'll stop working when I'm done. I just love the classroom. Um, I finished my doctorate in education from Texas A&M. Um, just don't let my Longhorn children hear this podcast, please. I've been an advocate of Reader Writer Workshop since my first days of teaching. I did everything wrong my first year, and it wasn't until I worked with my mentor, who was a New Jersey Writing Project in Texas trainer, that she helped me see that workshop was the way to go. And so I became a, an Abydos trainer after that, and I haven't used any other instructional methods since then. Um, I will never go back to my old ways of teaching. And you know, it's, it's really my burning professional desire to help other teachers see the benefits of Reader Writer Workshop as an instructional vehicle. So that's a little bit about me. Well, and you and I see eye to eye on a lot of things about Absolutely. So tell us, what is the best book you've read lately, or more than one? Oh, now don't get me on the best book that I've read lately. Um, I just finished Red Notice by Bill Browder. And I think why I liked it is because it is about his experience with the Marinsky Act in Moscow. And I lived in Moscow, so I could place a lot of the, the political complications that he talked about. And I heard him speak. I absolutely love realistic historical fiction. So his is very definitely nonfiction, but I gravitate towards nonfiction works. Um, can I talk about what I'm reading right now? Right now, what are you reading? Right now, I'm reading, you know me, I've got about three or four things going in a couple of different platforms. Brene Brown, mm -hmm. my doppelganger, yep. except I think I'm her doppelganger. Right. Um, I'm, I've just read everything I can get my hands on from her, um, but Dare to Lead. Reading another Moscow book, do you see a trend here? <laughs> um, and this one's actually a St. Petersburg, Russia book about the Madonnas of Leningrad. And it's about preserving some of the artifacts in the Hermitage Museum in mm -hmm. St. Petersburg. Um, and then I'm reading a book that one of our um, English 3 teachers, Mr. Dion, talked about called Out of Darkness. And I just started it at his recommendation. And it's also a historical fiction book. And there's something going on with a murder. Oh, my gosh. So okay. I just you see a tendency, a trend going on That's there right. with historical fiction. So tell us, this is the part that I want to really spend some time on. What's the big idea that has you burning mental calories? Where's your, where's your passion taking your thinking right now? Well, I only wish that the mental calories I was burning also translated into <laughs> physical calories because, mm -hmm. you know, the end of the school year, you tend to eat lots of things that we shouldn't. But I think I've always had a soft spot in my heart um, for helping students and reaching the students who need our help to be literate individuals. And those are our EL students, our SPED students, our students who come with gaps in some type of education. 
And I taught a reading class last school year to 15, um, 14 boys, one girl who had been unsuccessful on STAR. And these were some of the greatest kids in the whole wide world, sincere, beaten down by a test, but willing to try one more time in reading three. And, and I realized that the best thing that I could do for them was to create an environment where those students felt safe and that they could experiment with language. And I don't know how it happened, but I started pulling some novels in verse. I, I, it really did start with Jason Reynolds. Um, the kids loved Long Way Down. And, and I thought, well, why do they love Long Way Down so much? And I did a little bit deeper digging. There's not been a lot of research done with um, working with students and novels in verse and how novels in verse reach these EL learners. Um, but, but I realized that, first of all, the white space on the page of a novel in verse is not threatening to a student, especially one who has trouble, trouble with comprehension. And then I realized there's almost a sing-song type pattern. Even if the piece is written in free verse, it tends to have meter to it. And that meter replicates what many of our EL learners know from their cultural heritage, a heritage that's rooted in songs and poetry. And that's where my light bulb went off. That's where we worked up our proposal to go to TCT ELA and do the novels in verse presentation. And yet another, uh, shameless plug for ILA 2019 in New Orleans in October because we'll be presenting our continued work with um, novels in verse with our EL students. And I just thought about it that the books are linguistically challenging. Books like Long Way Down, um, what else do I have? The Poet X, they have issues that these students can relate to. They're not simple texts, they're complicated texts, but they are approachable for these kids. So that's what's really burning those mental calories, like you said, it's, it's how can we get more books in these kids' hands? What lessons can we teach so that these students build skills that are rooted in this novel and verse because it's a friendly, approachable genre for these kids? There's a lot of work to be done in There's, that area. We have a lot to discover, um, and you're, you're on the track. So as far, besides ILA, besides okay. looking forward to ILA, which is coming up in the fall, which I think we're all excited for uh, in New Orleans, what are, what are you looking forward to in the world of literacy? So I thought about that question because you did prep me in advance <laughs> with these questions, but um, I thought about two things. And Charles, I'm really looking forward to a day when educators, administrators, and legislators can agree that a one-size fits all test is detrimental to true educational advancement. Can we just stop here and tweet that out? Because I, when I worked with those reading kids, they were so defeated, they were so beaten down by a test, and I'm not diminishing the importance of outcome assessment. I think that's critical that we hold our students accountable but can we come up with additional methods? And we do have additional methods. We've got the IGC portfolio process that the state legislature allows us. I sure hope that, that more work is done at the state level with portfolios because I think that truly captures a student's writing proficiency over time. So that's, that's one thing that I'm looking forward to is authentic assessment um, that, that 
really captures what students are truly capable of doing in your classroom. And then I also look forward to seeing more teachers step away from what Kelly Gallagher calls that four by four curriculum, that it's the first nine weeks, we're all gonna read this book together, we're gonna read it for nine weeks, and I'm going to impart understanding as only I can tell you, um, and how that limits our readers, how that limits literacy in our classroom, and that when we open up reading to student choice, while still teaching those important skills that are rooted in those books that we think are important to expose students to. I mean, I agree that students need to read pieces of certain very major works of literature, but why do we do that for nine weeks, right? Why do we give comprehension tests based, and, and you know that I rant about mm -hmm. a test that right. asks what color was Gatsby's car? Mm -hmm. Because in the great scheme of things, why does that matter? It's the craft that matters. Um, so anyway, those those are my those are my two big things. That when I snap my finger and become supreme ruler <laughs> of the literacy world, or at least um, a, a leader under you, Charles, um, that we would be able to to move away from those two things. Those are some really really big important ideas, and those are things we need to continue to explore. And and uh, I know you with teaching English one this year, mm -hmm. you got you got to see that firsthand. Absolutely, I got I got to learn on the fly and in the moment a lot. Right. And I learned a lot from kids this year. So let me ask you this. How can we reach out to you on social media? What, well, are, your, what are your ats and addresses? <laughs> and So I got to tell you that Instagram belongs to my children, okay. right? I promise so them I won't get on Instagram or Snapchat. Okay. Um, and all I post on Facebook is where my husband and I travel okay. and eat. Um, but I am a prolific retweeter. A, t a tweeter, and so a retweeter. you can find me. <laughs> I mostly retweet. Okay. But occasionally I'll find something so profound that I'll tweet it out myself. Like maybe my line about educators, administrators, and legislators. Um, so I am at Teacher Helen B on Twitter. At Teacher Helen B. And look out, world! I have a hundred four <laughs> followers. You're, you're moving. So up I really the, hope to get to, to hundred six followers. And to be honest, I'm hoping as um, just as I pursue different opportunities as a literacy leader, I hope it gives me chance to write about my experiences teaching those kids. Um, with novels in verse, because I think it's work that needs to be, we, we need to pursue it. Um, and I also have, um, I like listening to podcasts mm -hmm. and the serial podcast. Okay. Oh my gosh, great writing. I love oh, it. Oh, yes. And I would love to mimic that style of writing on my own and try something and see. Well, let's explore. How, yeah, let's explore we're, it. We're so dipping our toes in this talk, water. Maybe we'll see what happens. So, Dr. Becker, I want to thank you for sharing your vision with us today. And you, I want you to know you inspire me to be a better teacher, and I'm thankful for that you, short, you shared your time with us today. Uh, to those out there listening, I look forward to bringing you the stories of many more amazing educators. If you're a high school teacher and you want to share your vision with us, please email me at more, with two O's, moreliteracy1 at gmail.com. Have a great day. I look forward to bringing you the stories of many more amazing educators. If you're a high school teacher and you want to share your vision with us, please email me at moreliteracy at gmail.com. <laughs>